Well, folks, you know you're in for a treat when you hear that tune, because it's time for another week of the Rec Poker Podcast. This is the Chats edition, where every week we get together on Monday night live on YouTube at 7.30 Eastern and talk to a celebrity in the poker world. I'm very excited. Yes, Chad, that's right. I'm very excited to be joined tonight by Chad McVean. Um, before we get on with him, I just want to thank our sponsors, the Running Aces Hotel, Racetrack, and Casino. They've actually got some really exciting events coming up that we'll talk about at the end of the show. And um, the reason our sponsors are so important is because here at Rec Poker, we're a largely volunteer-based organization. Uh, a lot of what we do here is free, and um, we depend on our sponsors, and we really depend on our premium members. It's so great. I get an email every once in a while saying a new premium member has taken the plunge, has joined the group here. Uh, this week, it was uh, George Borden. So I'm very well pleased to be welcoming uh, George onto the uh, premium membership here. I haven't had a chance to meet him yet, but just like every premium member, uh, you'll be getting an email uh, from me just setting up a chance for you to meet one-on-one -on -one and uh, talk about the things that you're excited about with Rec Poker. I can show you around the website. Nothing makes me happier than meeting with our premium members one-on-one -on -one over Zoom and just kind of seeing what makes them tick and how we can make Rec Poker better. So, George, I'm looking forward to getting to know you. Um, just like I've gotten to know so many of these fantastic people here at Rec Poker. If you don't know what uh, we're all about, my name's Jim Reed. I'm Bluffsterini in the home game and at Rec Poker Jim on Twitter. Um, but it's I'm just the guy to give the mic on Mondays. It's a whole panel here. It's a whole group. It's a whole crew. It's the wrecking crew here at Rec Poker. And if you want to find out more about the crew, you can go to rec.poker slash crew and see some smiling faces, some bios, some cool stuff about everybody there. Um, but you can also listen up because you're about to meet a few of them right here on the air tonight. Hey, my name is Ben Enslow. I'm BJMN96 over on Twitch, and I'm East Coast Bitter in the home game. I'm Chris Jones. You can find me 5B5 on Twitter or 5x5 in the Poker Stars home game. And I'm John Somsky. I am Poker Geek MN everywhere. My name is Joe Coolis, and you can find me in the home game at Elvita11 or on Twitter at at Joe Cool PhD with a K for the cool. And I'm Rob Washam, and I'm Rabman50, just about everywhere. This is the uh, wonderful group, the Wrecking Crew, the Magic Makers here at Rec Poker. Uh, every day, every week, every month, uh, these are the folks leading our book studies, our study groups, our discussions. Uh, helping on the podcast. They do a million things in front of the lights and behind the scenes. They're truly what make Rec Poker tick. So I'm so grateful to be one of the members of the Wrecking Crew along with this wonderful collection of humans, mostly because I've got the best freaking job in the world. So I just get to hang out here. They give me a mic. I get to talk to my friends about poker. And that's kind of what Rec Poker is all about, talking to your friends about poker, studying together, getting better, uh, growing the game. And when it comes to growing the game, if you don't know who Chad McVean is already, I mean, I don't even know what to tell you. You are doing poker wrong if at this point, if I if this is the first time you're hearing about Chad McVean. Okay, so Chad, uh, I'm so pleased to have you back on the show. You are a pillar of the poker community. You are the poker podcast Twitter czar. Um, you've got your fingers in a lot of different pies. I'm going to start you off like I start a lot of our guests. And I'll just say, people, if you're sick of hearing me talk, please. Type your questions into the YouTube chat. Folks on the panel here, please unmute. Ask Chad McVean, the one and only Chad McVean. Here's your chance. Ask him your questions. Um, Chad, how do you kind of characterize your own place in the poker world? Because you've been a part of it for a long time now, and I'm sure your role has evolved. So um, let's just set the table for our audience here in case they don't know who Chad McVean is. Okay. Well, first of all, thanks for having me back, Jim. Um, 
how I describe myself in the poker world is I'm a recreational player who just loves the game, loves every aspect of poker, the whole poker world. And one day, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, 15 years ago, started listening to poker podcasts and decided since I like them, I needed to share them so that it would keep going. And what developed from every once in a while just tweeting something out turned into an everyday um, listing of what I'm listening to, putting out the tweets, and then like a weekly highlights end of the week. And from that, I've interacted with so many um, pros in the in the poker world. I've gotten to know them. I've been involved in helping run uh, mixed game series in Vegas. I've been it's the the opportunities are just there. Um, you just get yourself involved, and and really, it doesn't cost you anything to share great content. It just costs you that thirty seconds, and you never know where that could lead to. And then from there, it's led to other opportunities where I've done some social media work for a couple of different companies. I actually did it for Rec Poker for a bit, and uh, and and I got blessed with this amazing opportunity. In fact, I was just thinking the last time I was on uh, the podcast, it was three days later I mm. won the pass. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was some rec poker run good. <laughs> I like to think that's true, Chad. <laughs> I like to think that's true. So, Chad, you're you're such a great example of people just creating a a place for themselves in the poker world. Like when I talk about you and Kevin Mathers and some of these other people that have just sort of brought their love of poker to the fore and just sort of started doing something that they were enthusiastic and passionate about. You know, it's like a lot of us here at Rec Poker on the Wrecking Crew. You know, it, poker is this weird world where you're only as credentialed as people say that you are. If you've got passion and an interest and, you know, a quarter of a brain in your head, uh, you can really go far and make a name for yourself. And you're just such a great example um, of that. So so you started listening to poker podcasts and just decided that there was a lot of good ones out there and you wanted to spread the word. And um, uh, Twitter kind of seemed like it was built uh, for that for you. So if folks don't know, uh, it, it's at Wiener85 is uh, where you can find Chad on Twitter. Chad, are you are you active on other social media sites or is it all Twitter all the time? Uh, Twitter all the time. I do have a Facebook account, but that's mainly just for, you know, family, personal stuff. I very rarely post anything on there, like maybe five times a year. Um, hmm. And I created an account on Mastodon when... Everyone thought Twitter was going to end, and yeah. I think I might have six posts on there. Uh, <laughs> so every once in a while, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should do something on there just in case. Um, but that's that's really about it. I do have an Instagram account, too, but I mainly use that. I figured at one point I was going to use that just for pictures of poker chips while I'm playing in Vegas, and that's it. Nice. So you'll see that. But other than that, it's uh, mainly Twitter that I'm on too much. and. Uh, <laughs> Really don't want it to go away. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, me neither. Uh, fingers crossed on that. I really enjoy Twitter too. That's my only real social media uh, presence. Um, and so you've got, uh, you've kind of developed this, like I say, this role now. Um, people, everyone who has a poker podcast knows who you are. You're so good uh, for the community, spreading it around. Um, how many poker podcasts would you say that you listen to in the course of a typical week? Typical week. Uh, it's probably about uh, poker podcast. Probably about fifty. Um, I know John what? listens to it a bit. I don't know if I'm up to his speed yet. I'm at two point five. I'm oh not sure man, John's at now. Yeah, I'm at three. But my and I listen to over fifty podcasts, but probably only about 
10 poker podcasts now. <laughs> so you got me beat on the poker podcast by far. <laughs> Chris? Doesn't everyone just start to sound like Mickey Mouse to you? Like like the entire world is like a bunch of like Mickey Mouses just sort of talking at you? No, it, it's not like you run a record player faster. They actually bring the, the tone down. So it's not, you know, a higher... Uh, tone. It's just faster. What it does do is if you ever listen to a podcast at normal speed, it sounds like everyone is drunk. <laughs> yes. Yeah, very much so. I can't stand listening to a podcast at normal speed. It's just after listening to it, how, how fast I do, it's it just sounds like, okay, like get on with it. Get on with yeah. it. Because when they're speeding it up, they're also taking out the gaps in the, in the sound. So it's not like they're just you know, doing a, a chipmunk sound to it. It's it's really, you you get used to it. I wouldn't recommend going from one to two point five, but go one to one and a quarter, and then one and a half, and then you have to yeah, slowly progress. What's interesting, I found that it doesn't. When you're in a, a conversation face to face, then it's fine. Normal speed is fine. It's only when you're just listening to a podcast that it's weird. Have you found the same mm. thing? Yeah, that's yeah. definitely the same thing. Um, the I also find if I'm listening with headphones or or earbuds, um, compared to if I'm driving and it's playing in the car, if it's in the earbuds, it can be two and a half. If it's driving, it has to be two. For some reason, hmm. it's just I don't know. Maybe the sound has to travel farther. It's not going straight into my ear. Um, but basically, uh, fifty podcasts at two and a half speed. So it's probably uh, probably takes four hours out of the day when it could be. Yeah, regular speed would be 10 hours a day. Yep. Yeah. I don't have well, 10 hours a day. No, no. Like a lot of us here at Rec Poker, you've got a day job. You've got a real job uh, and a family, people that you enjoy spending time with. So, yes. um, you know, yeah, 10 hours of podcast a day would probably get in the way there. Um, we've got a great question from, and speaking of people who are great at sharing the game. So we've got Dark Angel 7091 uh, Donna here from across oh, overseas. Uh, Donna is also a fantastic. Uh, uh poker twitter podcast fan um i know it's great she's a friend of the show here um so donna thanks for joining us i also see uh josh campbell we got a couple other people here in the uh, youtube chat tonight uh, which is great to see as always um donna wants to know chad so obviously rec poker podcast is the nuts but after that uh what are like say your top three favorite uh poker podcasts that other people should be checking out um it's always evolving uh, but in the last year, Only Friends from Solve for Why has really shot up there just because it's daily and it's mm. new new stuff every day. Now, they do get away from poker and some of the things, but it's always they always get back to poker and it's new. They have an evolving group of guests, uh, of hosts. So it's, it's, it's really good to listen to. You don't need to listen to Monday to understand Tuesday or Wednesday. You mm. can jump in on any day and... It really is always takes on what's happened in the world of poker, like from the day before, or, or if not that day. So it's always fresh new material. Um, one of my favorites, and a buddy of mine, um, I'm actually wearing a shirt, is uh, DJF. Um, so his sessions podcast now, it's mainly now behind a paywall. He does have some, but he puts out probably about four hours a week of of episodes and he's also heavily involved with uh hustler now so he does a lot of stuff on their youtube channel but his podcast basically detailing the life of a pro who kind of 
tanked and is grinding his way back up. So it's it's really good. You get the whole poker scene as well as his regular life uh, intertwined with his kids and family and that. So that's really good. As far as a third one, again, I can't mention Rec Poker. You've already eliminated me from saying that. <laughs> um, thinking Poker is like essential for anyone who wants to improve their game. So I would go with that as simply that thinking poker has always got to be in your top three, no matter what the other two change around to, but I would go with those three. Yep. Good, good picks. Um, yeah. I always think of thinking poker as kind of being the OG. Uh, it was the first, the po- first podcast I started listening to. And it's amazing. Uh, they're still going strong. I'm um, putting great stuff out there. Uh, Chris. Well, I, I, I kind of want to, so you're, you've got all these, you kind of mentioned the past, but I'm not sure that everybody knows exactly what that is, or if they don't, you know, I, I think, so tell us a little, I mean, what is it, what is a platinum pass, first of all, but more importantly, like, um, I'm really curious about, you know, you just mentioned listening to thinking poker is essential for anyone who wants to improve their game. What have you been doing in this last stretch to improve your game? I mean, you're, you've got this sort of like, amazing opportunity that every recreational player would just like, I mean, just love to have what, what have you been putting, putting into preparing for it? Well, first of all, with the platinum pass, um, poker stars runs this tournament and it's a $25,000 buy-in. And they ran it. The first time they ran, it was 2019 in the Bahamas. They gave out 300 passes to (laughs) recreational players, people who won tournaments, people who won contests, all different kinds. So it's a wide variety of players. So from having 300 people that could have no knowledge of poker at all, they managed to get a total field of 1,039 players for a $26 million prize pool. First place got 5.1 million. And the guy who won it, although he is a poker pro, was a platinum pass holder. So I managed to somehow get a platinum pass for this upcoming event, which is in, uh, well, I would have started playing (laughs) about seven hours ago in 13 days. Um, So I managed to get one. And so I'm going to be going down there and trying my best to be overwhelmed. Um, In preparation, I knew... I always had an evolving game plan. I won the pass back in December of uh, 2021. And I I had like, oh, at that point, we didn't know when the event was going to be. So in my mind, it was like, oh, I'll have time because there's so much stuff I want to do. And I kept thinking of, oh, I should do this. Oh, I should do this without actually doing anything. And then finally (laughs) when they, because it was always an evolving plan. So then finally they announced when it was going to be, and it was going to be January, 2023. So I'm like, okay, I'll start putting things together. And my initial thought was, I'm just going to cram as much in my head as I can and then think it through and and by practice work it out after. And I've taken a lot of material from Alex Fitzgerald because I've really, I really enjoyed his training content. And from that as well, I have the... um, Reading Tells uh, series, the video series from Zach Elwood. 
And so I've been going through that over and over again, which is always great. Like it's, it helps you with that, you know, tough decision. It's not something that you're going to rely on for every hand, but when you're stuck and you need something that's going to, what's going to help me with making that tough decision, that could be like the final piece of the puzzle that you'll need. Um, and then books. I've just been cramming books. Um, Brokos's books, Play Optimal Poker 1 and 2, uh, Michael Acevedo's um, Theory of Modern Poker. Also, the the one that's really hit with me is the book um, GTO Poker Simplified by mm. um, Daryl Kearney and Barry Carter. And I've probably gone through that two or three times. And it's it's like I look back at in my poker progression years ago, the first time I read the course by Ed Miller, I was like, boom, like that was just like a, a, a lightning bolt for me. And reading this book was the next lightning bolt for me. So I'm under no illusions that I'm going to win this tournament, but my, uh, my, my goal is I'm going to play the best that I can play. If I last one day, I last one day. If I go five and win the whole thing, well, I won't need my job anymore. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good yeah. point. I mean, even just a min cash at a twenty-five thousand dollar buy-in tournament—that's yeah. that's 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 no chump change there. Um, yes. And in a field that has a lot of recreational players, I mean, I think you're going to have an opportunity to uh, apply a lot of pressure. Um, to, you know, people are not going to want to bust out of this tournament. Yeah. It, no. it, has that has that been part of your approach sort of like thinking yeah about definitely because i was in, in part of it also i was reviewing the, the live streams of the last one because they've got it all pokerstars has it all mm. on the youtube channel you can watch you know 50 hours of coverage all the way through and they only lost of the 1039 they only lost like 250 players in the first day mm-hmm. everyone was playing just to make it through the day so there's scared money out there you can take your shots and you know people will just be folding um so that's definitely i need to figure out who's at my table mm-hmm. and then just take what i can get from them um i just i did an interview the other day and they're they asked me what pros i want to meet and i said i want to meet a lot of pros just not at my table <laughs> yeah. good good thinking chris yeah. Chet, I mean, like, I kind of wanted to ask a little bit about that balance, too, like knowing that there is sort of potentially, like, as you mentioned, maybe scared money out there. Jim just mentioned, like, you know, min cash, you know, when you when you min cash, you know, whatever thing that you're what we're normally playing, it's kind of like, eh, yeah. whatever. But this would be a big deal. This is like, this is the like, cash will be 25k. This is like winning some tournaments, right? Or or better than winning a lot of tournaments is just min cashing this. So how do you balance that yourself? Like knowing what the the right plays are, the optimal plays are that we're trying to win tournaments and not just min cash them, but with a tournament of this scale, like how do you go about approaching that idea? Like if you're, you know, like you know, do you think that will change the way you play or are you just trying to like, I I just want to play as optimally as I can and I'm just going to go for it and whatever happens, happens. I'd like to say that's exactly what's going to happen, but we'll see what happens when I sit down in that room with all those people. Um, step one is get through hand one. Step yep. two is get through the first hour and then just progress from there. Uh, if I can, if I can get on a roll and build a stack early, I will. But I also know that I could have 
less than a starting stack on day two and still have a hundred big blinds. So I, it really depends who's at my table, what I can get from them. If I'm at a table of aggressive players, I'm just going to sit back, play, you know, play the nut hands and hope for the best. If I'm at a table where everyone's just folding, limping, whatever, then I'm going to be the crazy player. I'm just going to do what I can, what I feel comfortable with and hope for the best. But, um, I, I'm 25 K for the min cash would be partway through day three. So that's a lot of play to get to that. That would be huge for me. Um, wife and I have been planning on renovating the kitchen for a while and that would do it. So that, that's, that's where the, that comes in. Um, anything more than that would be gravy, but I'm just, I don't want to put too much on myself. I just want to go and do the best that I can do and go from there. We've got a couple uh, questions in the chat here. Uh, one, another one from Donna, just asking. So, what are you most looking forward to uh, about the experience, on or off the field? What do you? What's What's the thing that you're most looking forward to? Um, first of all, the weather. <laughs> I'm in Canada. There is snow. <laughs> it is cold. <laughs> so the weather will be nice. Um, meeting players that I never had a chance to meet. The the whole um poker stars experience uh i've never played in an ept and this is as close to an ept as there is um i've played world series events i've played wpt events but i've heard that the poker poker stars and their ept crew put on uh, you know top-notch experience i've already just gotten the listing of all the side events like for people to go excursions that they're all included i'm like well i'm going to be busy playing but if not i've got some stuff to do (laughs) So it's it just the whole experience. Um, watching the the coverage over and over again, everyone there is just in a good mood because mm. it's just an extremely good opportunity. So I'm looking forward to that. On the weekend, um, we had a impromptu um, meet up with other Platinum Pass holders from Ontario at Jen Carter's house. Now, Jen Carter, if you've watched any of the coverage, she won a pass the last time. She was featured a lot in the cover. She was the one who knitted that part that made it all the way through. Yeah. She won a pass again. So she's a two-time pass holder. Oh, wow. So we were playing a game. We played a little sit and go at her house as well as had some stuff with the uh, PokerStars production crew there. And she was just telling us that like it's it's a different tournament. It's not you don't have mm-hmm. people, you know, being all quiet and you know, grinding and all that. Everyone's in a good mood, everyone's having fun. So yes, it's this huge opportunity, but the atmosphere sounds like it's just different than your your normal grinding tournament. Is she so I'm looking uh, forward to that? Meeting the players, having a good time, and hopefully bringing home some money. Is she uh, knitting something else for for part two? That's amazing. She's won two plat- platinum classes, yeah. first of all. But uh, is she planning? I mean, is she planning to continue that tradition? I think so. Uh, she knit all of us our own toques. <laughs> uh, it's upstairs otherwise i'd show it to you right now but we all had our own toques that's love uh it. love it so, team so canada team ontario toques is that the theory team, team ontario toques um <laughs> so i'm sure she's got that going on and actually at her house where we played the game she has a poker stars table and on the felt is a ball of yarn with string going through around on the felt and it was all designed by poker stars for her so I'm sure she'll have something up her sleeve for for the for the event. And for all you Yankees, a toque is a stocking cap. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Also, if things don't go well, from that sit and go that we played, I won a $550 entry into the mystery bounty that they're running on the Wednesday down there. Oh, that's fun. So I either have the problem of I'm cashing and I have to run back and forth <laughs> or I'm already out. Oh, and I got something else to play. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. The mystery bounty is such a cool uh, format. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing one of those uh, when the time comes. Um, so we got some other fun, uh, some other fun, some tips coming in through the YouTube chat here. Uh, so Josh Campbell says, um, I hear if you think of your opponents naked, you keep a better poker face. I don't know if anyone can say has, has any experience with that particular technique, but um, that's just something uh, you can keep in your back pocket, Chad. If you're having a little trouble sort of maintaining your, your facade. I guess it depends just... on how close you're sitting to the table and what view you have. Right, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, an oldie, an oldie but a goodie. Um, Most and, of uh, the yeah. poker tables I've ever sat at, it's not a technique you want to try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably good advice. That's probably good advice. Um, and uh, Donna says, uh, Chad, one thing I ask of you is say hello to Willie Elliott and well, say Donna misses you. I will do that. I will definitely do that. I'm, that's one person I'm really looking forward to meeting is Willie. Um, he's been the liaison for almost all of the Platinum Pass holders, so he's got the job of wrangling everyone in for all the events, making sure everyone's got their bookings in and all that lovely stuff, and as well, answering our questions. I know I've sent him a few, mm. and it's like instant response, and he's on the other side of the world, so I'm, I don't think he sleeps. Um, <laughs> but he, yeah, he's been a, a big help to everyone, and even when I was at the event on Saturday, everyone's like, oh yeah, Willie's awesome. Willie's like, it's he's done a phenomenal job i wouldn't want to do it and uh i look forward to meeting him in person uh, joe did you have something yeah so my understanding is there's televised portions of this um event as well uh which obviously brings um there's a fair amount of psychological research that shows that the more people that are watching you the harder to do things that you consistently do with fewer people how are you planning on managing the fact that you might be on tv and more than just a thousand people are watching what you're doing or the 10 people at the table well the the entire event will be live streamed on their youtube channel um from opening deal all the way through uh, they do have one, if it's the same setup as last time, they'll have one key TV table as well as one side one. I don't want to be up there. <laughs> if I end up up there, I guess I'll have to deal with it. Um, I know that, you know, people can then watch your play on the after the delay. I think it's a half hour delay. But um, I will probably just try to deal with um, being under the bright lights, bright hot lights, I've been told. Um, and just try to ignore the cameras um, might be a little bit difficult, but again, on the game that I was at on Saturday for poker stars, when they were running that sit and go, they recorded the whole thing. And there was guys with cameras like over my shoulder, like looking at my hand and doing like, so I'm, I'm guessing that's maybe just a little practice for us, but mm -hmm. um, it was very unusual to have this, you know, you're just sitting here looking at a guy and there's a camera right here. <laughs> it's like, okay. But um I've never played at a TV table before, so I can't say I know how I will react, but I, I am going to try to do my best to just ignore it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the other, the other reason you don't want to be at a, uh, 
feature table is you said you were trying to avoid some top pros and you, mm. it's pretty much guaranteed if you have a feature table you've got somebody who's who they want at that table and it, no offense but it's probably not you right it's probably, <laughs> some, it's probably something else if I'm gonna be the TV table, it can be the final table. That's all. I can yeah, there you go. There you yeah, go. There you go. I like go. that. I like that. Um, now Chad's kind of uh, uh, burying the lead a little bit. He's referenced a couple times winning this platinum pass, but he hasn't told us how he won it. Um, and I just want to reinforce to our listeners just how great the poker world is. So, you know, I, I opened this interview talking about sort of your contributions to the poker world. And you won this poker, this platinum pass because Joe Stapleton and, and uh, his partner on uh, Poker in the Years wanted to kind of honor you for all this work that you've done for the poker world. And they set you up a little rope-a-dope um, to, to put this in your hands. Can you just tell our, our audience a little bit about what that experience was like? Yeah, Um on, if you ever listen to their podcast, Poker in the Ears, they always have a guest on, like a, a super fan, and they do a quiz with prizes. Um, I initially was a super fan. I want to say it was 2016. I was on there, and I won the contest against Joe, and my prize was like a, a $55 satellite ticket, and I got a mini chip set, a coffee mug, couple, a hat, shirt, and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. Well, in December of 2021, um, in their Discord server for the podcast, they were um, calling for super fans who had already been on the show to apply to be on this one because they wanted to do the first ever second super fan. So I put my name in. Actually, someone sent me a message saying, hey, go do this. So I put my name in. And then next thing I know, I got a message. Oh, you've been selected. I'm like, oh, cool. But it was like, I had a day's notice, so I thought maybe someone fell through or whatever, and that's how I got on. So I do this quit. Then they tell me that it's on the history of Poker Stars because it was on the twentieth. It was right at around the twentieth anniversary of Poker Stars, and Poker Stars was in it was put, sending out all these articles on their history. So then I get on the show. We we'll go to do the quiz. No, it's not on the twentieth anniversary of Poker Stars. <laughs> it's on the twentieth anniversary. It's on the history of the EPT. <laughs> so did I win? No. Did I get close? <laughs> no. No crushed me. So, and, you know, we're all laughing about it. Joe's making a joke how he, you know, shouldn't be a surprise that I would lose to him on something that he does for a living and is his life. I'm like, yeah, okay. And then James is doing his normal spiel. Oh, sorry, he couldn't be there. He's like, but uh, what I see here is... Um, Joe can't win the first place prize because he's an employee. So we'll have to give you the prize. And he's just going on a little bit, a little bit, not saying what it is. And I'm not really thinking anything of it. And then he said, so we're not sure what the date's going to be, but you're getting a platinum pass and going to the next. And I'm like, I, I almost fell off my chair. I, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Because I, I was asked the other t another time about how do I feel about losing that quiz? And I'm like, well, I didn't, I'm like, well, I, I didn't think there was much on the line. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> But by winning that, it was just, but the best was they won it. And then like, okay, you can't say anything until this recording goes out in three days. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and the funny part is that night I went to my, um, my local bar league poker that I play, walk in and what's on the TV, 
replay of the 2019 PSP. Oh. Like, what an okay. experience. So, yeah, no, it was... I was told by one person that it was a random draw from those super fans that I got in. I was also told to make sure I was on the list. So take that as you will. Um, Joe definitely did not know anything about it because if you watch the recording, he starts, he, I think he's freaked out more than me. Um, <laughs> there may have been some profanity and the way they edited it, it looked like <laughs> I said it, it was Joe. Um, <laughs> But James set that all up from what I can tell. And I've never met James. I'm looking forward to meeting him in the Bahamas. I've met Joe on a number of occasions um, in Vegas, but um, I'm really looking forward to meeting, meeting uh, James, who is also um, very, uh, he's very educational and very knowledgeable about football because um, his favorite team is my favorite team. And they are the 49ers who will be winning the Super Bowl this year. (laughs) Yeah, you got to, Oh, thanks, Chad. Thank you so much. I was actually just going to say some nice things. I wasn't going to say anything about what the Giants game, but I'll just leave it. <laughs> yeah, you're in you're in tough company here. I think most of the most of the rec- wrecking crew members enjoy the NFL, and we have uh, a few teams between us that we like to cheer for. I don't think any of them are currently still in the playoffs. I'll let the group chime in if they are. But yeah, Pittsburgh and Minnesota are not looking good right now. If you look at the screen, you can see some purple and yellow shirts that didn't happen by accident. I'll say that much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's cool. And I can just say, you know, personally, anyone named James, I mean, good in my books, right? They've got They got that going for them already. Um, So we we talked a little bit about sort of uh, the role that you've built for yourself and I, you know, people that don't know should know Chad really was a huge part of Rec Poker growing over its first uh, couple of years. Um, Chad helped us immensely with uh, our social media plan, uh, the logistics of it, putting a schedule together, helping us kind of figure out what works and what doesn't work. Um, we we really, I mean, your legacy here is uh, is remarkable, and that's kind of become a bigger part of your life. Isn't that right? So now you've, you've moved on to sort of doing professional social media work for other poker organizations. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and sort of what that journey has been like? Certainly. Um, yeah, definitely helping out with the rec poker when they needed it. It was a learning experience both ways. Um, I learned a little bit more from, from doing that work and, um, it, at the time, I believe Steve was at the helm, so I was helping him with with getting um, Rec Poker's name out there and, and spreading the word, good word of of the the podcast and and the site. And from that, um, Robbie Zwazinski, who I've been friends with for a long time, he wanted to expand his brand for um, Card Player Lifestyle. Uh, he initially only had his Twitter handle and he wanted to have something separate. He wanted to be able to do a little bit more personal stuff on his own, but he didn't have the time or know-how, um, mainly the time, um, to do his own branding on the side. So he approached me about um starting up his uh card player lifestyle Twitter handle for which is Poker Life Media, and then taking over his Facebook page as well. Um, so I started doing that and same type of thing. Um his was more not about what's going on. It's more about promoting the articles on his site. And because his site really is worldwide, it had to be a 24 hour Mm. thing. So if you go on his Twitter handle, there's something that comes out every three hours, articles, um, 
different events and that every day. And so I've worked with him on that. And recently, last year in the fall, I was approached by a company um, to help them out with social media and a couple other things. Monet Madden, who's been on your show yeah. um, for RF Poker, had approached me. And I have uh, since taken over uh, their social media, starting their Twitter, running their YouTube. And then I'm also doing sales and um, basically uh, advertising, marketing, and a whole bunch of other stuff for their company. Which, if you, I believe when he was on your show, his new table hadn't been in place yet. It is now being used at Texas Cardhouse Austin, Texas Cardhouse Dallas, Texas Cardhouse Houston, although that's not stream isn't live yet. They're keeping that stream private. And Poker Pal- uh, San Antonio Poker Palace, those are up and running right now. They've got another four places, again, in Texas that are going to be up and running within the next uh, month and a half. So that, that business is growing. It's just they haven't didn't have the capacity for the sales, the marketing, and that. So that's why they approached me on that. So I work a nine to five doing accounting, but my day starts <laughs> yeah. at 5.30 in the morning. So, yeah. so I get up 5.30, I get my workout, and then I work, out, I work basically from 6.30 to 8.30 on Robbie's and for RF Poker. And then I also do some stuff in the evening, but it's, it's a, it's a full day. And can I say that I enjoy the side work more than my regular job? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't think the accountants are listening, so it's okay. No, no they're do. already, no, they're going to bed. <laughs> but no, it's, it's been, I'm learning more and more. Um, I never thought I would get such in depth on video editing that I'm doing producing video shorts for them i'm going through the streams from the nights before and pulling out key hands you you know how long it takes to edit down a poker hand (laughs) (laughs) it takes a lot of time but it's fun and i enjoy it and it pays well um so (laughs) there's that but yeah those are all you know opportunities that have come from me being on twitter from me I remember the first time I listened to, well, Rec Poker and, um, you know, tweeted about it. And instantly I was getting messages from Steve. And then that led to that collaboration where I was working with you guys, which then led to Robbie asking me to do stuff for him, which led to, it's like, it's it's all a cycle. So you put good stuff out there, good things will come back to you. Mm. Yeah, I think so. And just like we were saying earlier, you know, just... Do do what you love. You know, something if you've got if you've got a skill, if you've got a strength, if there's something that you're good at and you enjoy, get after it and start doing it. And uh, you know, get involved with an organization like Rec Poker or another group that you're into and start, you know, helping them out. Uh I can't tell you how many people here on the wrecking crew, myself included, have sort of gotten more involved just because we were interested in what's happening. And all of a sudden, we've you know created this role, like I say, for our place uh, ourselves in the poker world, and it 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 can happen to you. It could happen to you if you're listening out there. Um, so yeah, don't be afraid to just start doing that thing that interests you. Because um, it doesn't you know, cost you anything to get started, right? It just costs time. Yep, yep, and time that you'd be spending on something that you enjoy, right? Yeah. So that's that's amazing. And you don't, you know, not everyone has to get up at five thirty and. Uh, uh, put that kind of. I've always tag. been a morning person, anyway, so it's it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, Chris, well, I just wanted to jump in. Uh, I saw a comment in the YouTube chat from uh, Donna, and it kind of 
sparked a question for me, but it kind of goes back to the the uh, PSPC and the Platinum Pass. Um, Donna writes, Chad, one thing of advice uh, for playing, uh, remember to stay hydrated and to eat little and often. Uh, mm-hmm. Snacks such as bananas and nuts if you're not allergic. Um, so there's a piece of advice for you, but I'm curious if you've also I'm received... This with me at all times. There you go. Or... There you yeah, go. Stay hydrated. I'm yeah. curious, you know, as you've been preparing, you probably have, you, you really tapped into the poker world. Are there other pieces of advice that you've sort of picked up along the way or what are what do you what are people recommending to you in terms of like and for for kind of that other recreational players out there who might one day have that one shot or take that one shot at the main event or go to this one like what what are you kind of hearing as sort of like advice in terms of like how to approach it well i'll be sitting down at a table in a room that's going to have between 1200 to 1500 players only Worry about yourself. Worry about your table. Don't worry about what's going on behind you or, oh, there's that star walking over there or that. Just worry about the people in front of you. Worry about the chip stacks at your table. And if it's a pro at your table, you know what? They're only getting two cards. You're only getting two cards. You could probably have a better idea of how they play when they have no idea how you play. Mm-hmm. Play your game um, and just stick to what has worked. You know, don't try to do too much. Don't try to bring the action to you. The blinds are an hour long, so there's a plenty of play. You're starting with 300 big blinds to start the tournament. So don't go splashing around early because people will do that. So just sit back and and value bet those people. Take their chips that they're Mm. splashing. And just stay calm. Get up and walk around if you need to. Um but you're not going to win the tournament in one hand, but you can lose it in one hand. So it's finding the right, right mindset and just trying to stay relaxed, ignore the crowd and just like put the blinders on and only your table. Those are the, I, the best things I can recommend for well, recreational players like myself on going to an event like this. I've got a couple more questions and then uh, we'll let you go. So if anyone else has any more, feel free to enter them into the YouTube chat now and we can ask them of our man, Chad McVean here. Um, so my question sort of around like the logistics of the travel and like, are you bringing family or friends with you? Let me start with that. Are you going solo or are you bringing a, an entourage? Well, my wife, Rhiannon, is coming. She's going to enjoy the week on the beach. Excellent choice. <laughs> She said she's going to play a little bit of the cash games when they're there, um, but she is not there to sit and watch me play poker. Good. Now, my sister is also going to be coming. She, um, her and her husband currently are in Japan. She's going to be coming for a week away from the skiing to to join as well. Again, for the relaxing beach. Mm-hmm. Um, our kids are going to be staying at home watching the dog. So <laughs> someone's got to do that. But uh, no, my wife uh, is definitely going to be coming and enjoying the experience. Uh, we fly out on the Saturday, on the, sorry, on the Sunday in the morning out of Toronto. Hopefully, no plane flight issues. It's WestJet, not not Air Canada. So oh, okay. okay, good, good sign, good uh, sign. Flying down, and then uh, you know we land. It's a three-hour flight, so we're there a little bit afternoon, and then apparently there's crazy events all evening, different things we have to do, and then the play starts at noon on the Monday. Hmm. so get in get settled and meet people there's a bunch of meet and greets 
I guess they've got private lounges for all the platinum pass holders. And it's, I don't even know all the things that are going to be happening, but it it sounds like it's going to be a great experience. Um, The best part, win or lose, is we fly back on the Saturday after. So I still have the Sunday to unwind before I have to deal Mm. about work. Mm -hmm. Yep. Classic. Um, I also said that to my wife, I'm like, well, if I'm either I'm going to be out early and we're going to have a nice vacation together or we'll be able to book another vacation after. (laughs) Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. (laughs) I like that. Um, So you're getting down there the day before um, and we've, we've talked on the show before for players who are taking a shot or playing not, not in their first live tournament, but in a new location or somewhere where the the stakes are bigger than they're used to playing. Um, Are you going to go check out the facilities that day, learn where the bathrooms are, that kind of thing? Do you have like a little checklist for how to make yourself more comfortable on the first day that you're playing? Oh, definitely. Um, When we get there, apparently um, there's going to be, I don't know if it's Willie or who, but there's going to be a liaison that's going to walk us through where everything is. Um, You know, we got to get registered in for, I guess, our our PokerStars live card. And then they'll take us through where the tournament area is, is, where the um we're getting free breakfast all week um and where all that stuff is where the events are going to be so they're going to take us through and at that point the pca will be just wrapping up so there will be some play going on in those rooms but probably a lot of cash games and satellites i'm guessing before the Mm. event starts Mm -hmm. the next day Mm -hmm. um because i believe you can buy in to the pspc up until the start of day two um so i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of satellites and people arriving now my sister is coming in she was trying to fly in so that she could fly in the same day as us, but the hotels were all full. Ah. So she booked in. She's coming in the next day because that's when the first time she could get a room. So that, I'm understanding that it's just going to be packed. Like the Bahamar, where we're staying, there's over 2,000 rooms and they're full. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole bunch of other resorts and different places around. So there was 300 passes given out the last time, which led to a field of 1,039. There's been 418 passes given out this time. So they figure it's between 1,200 and 1,500 players, which could mean it's a prize pool of 35 to $40 million. Oh God. (laughs) So, Okay. It's it's going to be fun. Yep. That's a lot. As my dad would say, that's a lot of smack of poopies. That's a, It's a large number of smack boobies. Um, so Donna has a good question here as well. Uh, I, I, you know, some of the Wrecking Crew members, we've been down to Vegas. We've played in WSOP events. Uh, I was really struck by how helpful it was to have like a rail down there to support me when I was playing in some of those events uh, to like look up stats on players or, um, you know, to sort of like keep you grounded or let you know when the next blind level's coming up or stuff like that. Um, I'm sure you're going to have a lot of friends over there because you're, as I say, the poker podcast Twitters are. Um, it, you've played in big tournaments before. Are there particular people that you find are like good at that or that are very helpful or that you're kind of secretly hoping are going to bust early so that they can help you out with some of the stuff? Uh, yeah, there's a couple of people that I would I would definitely like some help from, um, but I don't want to wish anyone that they bust early. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, David Lappin and, and Dara Carney have been, always been very helpful in, in support of in, in anything that I do. So if perhaps I have chips when they don't, I would very 
gladly welcome any assistance from them. Um, if it's anything like Dara's books, I would it it would be great um, because it is also live streamed. Um, if I happen to be at a TV table, I'm sure I'm going to be getting messages about, oh, that guy had that, whatever. Like so, because mm-hmm. I think it's the half hour delay. So there's going to be that, but. If it gets to the point where I'm worrying about players who have been knocked out to help me, that's probably closest as either in the money or going forward. So I'll gladly take any help from that. Um, <laughs> but I just don't want to. I, I my goal again is get through hand one, and then get through the first hour, get to first break, get to dinner break, bag. That is that's the plan for day one, and then go from there. So I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I know it's a great opportunity, but I. I've seen lots of people who are, you know, counting the money they haven't won yet. And the next thing out, they're out the door. So. Yep. Well, I think that's a good plan, man. Um, So Jack LaRue is uh, chiming in here in the YouTube chat saying, Jim, make sure Chad gets a rec poker patch to wear. (laughs) Yeah. I I know you've got a couple of pins and yeah, I've got a few, Uh, (laughs) a few hats, a few shirts, a few pins. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so um it sounds like we'll be well represented jack but that's a great idea um donna says uh i just want to say thank you chad and very best of luck and and i know that that donna speaks for all of us there uh you're such a a wonderful influence on the poker world you absolutely deserve this opportunity um i hope you have a great time and that you also win millions of dollars but i know either I'll one of those would be good outcomes really so yeah. uh, um I'm hoping that uh, I'm pretty sure one of those will occur. Um, Josh Campbell says, I hope you come back and tell us about your experience after. I'm sure that won't be a a problem. We can bend that rubber, twist that rubber arm of yours, Chad, and get you back here on the show. Um, Is there anything else that you'd like to leave our audience with? Uh, I already said at Wiener85 is a Mm -hmm. mandatory follow if you're on Twitter and interested in uh, poker podcasts at all. Um, Anything else you want to leave us with before we let you roll on out of here, my man? Well, I was just going to say that if any of you have a spare 25K lying around, you can come down and join me. <laughs> yeah. Experience for yourself. <laughs> yeah, check the uh, check the couch cushions, folks. Yeah. Uh, you never know. Could be could be but, a worth. Uh, I mean, sounds like a pretty good way to spend twenty five thousand dollars, really. Yeah, I'm again. It didn't cost me anything, but it's going to be a great experience, no matter what happens. <laughs> ben, did you have something there? Yeah, just uh, it sounds like a pretty fun overall experience. And like you say, just uh, I think we all are just wishing you the best. And uh, yeah, definitely come back and and pick a few hands to uh, pop in the forums. I'm sure we would all like to hear a few. Hopefully you don't have too many tricky spots, but yeah. I just got to remember not to do my normal, really, really, really stupid move that I always pull off in every tournament. I have to get it out of my system at one point. Um, I'm going to try and avoid doing that at all. Uh, but I usually get one really bad one, like where, you know, I bluff with two, three off against the second nuts and somehow get through. Uh, oh, and, but, but then I show it. Ah. Uh, well, come do that in like the rec poker home game, get it out of your system before you leave. And then you'll, you'll get down there. And, yeah. And, Last yeah. time I did that, it was at the series and you should have seen the look on Berkey's face. <laughs> 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 oh yeah i remember that table i remember reading about that table that's funny man yeah but well no i'm gonna try and play my game play smart and just have a good time joe oh can i leave you with this 
So you're at the table, you got, we said you got 300 big blinds firsthand, you're dealt aces, you open raise, you get raised, somebody, uh, I'm sorry, you open raise, somebody three bets, somebody four bets. Do you push it in or do you yeah. call and hope for the best? I push it in at that point. All right. Hand one, aces, it's going in. Although my wife told me I'm not allowed to. <laughs> I told her, she's like, if you get, you, you cannot go all in with, First hand, I'm like, if I get aces, I will. If someone makes me, and she's like, no, you're not allowed. Like, <laughs> I will do that. If someone makes me, I will do that at that point. But that's that's the yeah, odds that's you gotta a, take. That's a coin flip. You gotta. It's a great take, story if it happens. So yeah, having 600 big blinds after the first hand would be nice. <laughs> I know. Chip leader, baby. <laughs> That's right. Well, if uh, just to put it in perspective, if you're wondering how much of an OG Chad really is, my first home game, my first rec poker home game that I ever played in, um, I pulled up a seat, an E seat to the Poker Stars uh, Free Play Money Home Game Club. And I had Chad McVean on my left and Ben Enslow on my right. So here we are reunited several years later. Um, two great guys. I'm glad to be uh, sharing some screen time with them. Um, so yeah, just to send you on your way, Chad, we're all just so pleased that you're going, we're excited for you and, uh, we can't wait to hear all about it. So just have a freaking blast, man. Just have a, have the yeah. time of your life. I will I look forward to it and I look forward to telling you guys all about it. Yeah. Best all of right. luck. Thank you. Yeah. Can't wait, man. Um, well, we're going to talk about some home game results coming up and, uh, some other exciting things coming down the pike here at rec poker. So, uh, Chad McVean, thanks again for joining us. And uh, do make go follow that guy at Vener eighty five. Uh, he's going to be making waves if, if he's not already. All right, well, uh, Mr. John Somsky, we had another exciting week of the home game result, and I will tell. So it, this is such a cool thing. Um, John doesn't get enough props for this. I probably should have let him start so that we could interrupt him with this later. In fact, yeah, John, why don't you just tell us all about the home game results? week who's winning well i'll start by reminding people who don't know what the home games are we have over (laughs) 40 free-to-play home game tournaments each month our nolan hold'em series with player of the year points race held the first wednesday of each month a mixed game series with the player of the year points race held the second wednesday of each month and in february our next home game is going to be no limit deuce to seven single drop the uh daily series We have one of those every single remaining day that has a tournament of champions to win a silver pin each month. So if you want to play in the toughest online poker game money, play money poker games around and earn some coveted rec poker pins, you can join the PokerStars rec.poker community home club game and check out the website for more information. Also be sure to update the extras tab in your rec poker profile if you want to have your real name announced when you win a tournament. And now would be a good time to interrupt. Oh, no, I'm going to let you get right into it. I'm going to break your flow. This is it it would be way too easy to interrupt you now when you're expecting it. No chance. Okay. well, in that case, I'm going to interrupt myself and we're going to have a little (laughs) bit of 2022 in review. Ah, Uh, that is where I was going with this. All right. The reason we're waiting for that snaked me on the river. uh, I have to wait until after the. Uh, Tournament of Champions for December happens, which technically happens in it was on January 9th, but I have to wait for that to get the final numbers here. So 
for the most wins, we have none other than Evil Roy CA, David Westerbell, 26 wins. Amazing. Followed by Pet Fat 33, Kim Kilroy with 17. No surprise there. Charles Allen with 16. Charles. Then for the most played, so we had 539 games that were held in 2022. And Isma, uh, had 508. This is the second year in a row he played the most number of games of anyone. That's Evil Roy phenomenal. C- no, no, that just is. phenomenal. I think about like, so, okay, so here, I'll interrupt now. So when John started this club, I've said this before, but when John started this home game club for Rec Poker, he agreed to manage one monthly game. Um, 12 games a year is what he signed up for. And over the over the years, we've kept adding and adding. People love the home game club. I mean, it is it is the toughest uh, play money game out there. People come, they take it seriously. There's a points race. Uh, you can win a pin. You can win the bragging rights. It's a great way to come and practice and you know work on your game for free against other people that are are trying their best. Um, and now we're doing like 539 <laughs> games in the calendar year. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. It was like, I host 72 games a year for papes that's yes. the pope uh for annie up magazine it's a play money poker game league and i thought well, if i'm doing 72 games a year for them hosting 12 games here <laughs> it's not that much work and then we added on we decided to double that to 24 still not too bad when we added in the uh mixed the monthly game series. Mixed game. yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, we decide we want to have them every day, maybe <laughs> four on Saturdays. Let's do some <laughs> Tournament of Champions. We'll do a few heads-up games. So uh, needless to say, this is a lot more work than uh, I had initially planned. But it's been a lot of fun, too. <laughs> I even forgot about the I forgot about the heads-up games, too. Oh, my God. So if you go to the Rec Poker Twitter account, if you go to at Rec Poker, the pinned tweet is uh, this this website post that John put out recently, kind of summarizing the 2022 season by the numbers, and uh, it's just it's just amazing to look back on the year and see uh, how everybody did and some of the outlying characters, and just to compare it to some of the previous years that we've been hosting this home game club. It's just I, I mean I just can't thank you enough, John, and I'm sure I speak for everyone here at Rec Poker because I know people really enjoy the home games and people uh really appreciate uh the work that you do to put them together to manage them um to only screw up every once in a while so i can win a pin with an asterisk <laughs> and uh to put out the reporting and stuff like that and the stats it's just it's just phenomenal so um i just wanted to thank you from the bottom of everybody's heart uh for this amazing work that you do and we're just lucky to have you so uh john somsky everybody yeah, yeah phenomenal just phenomenal well, you know, if the other people, if people didn't show up to play these games, there'd be no games to host. So True. thank you for the entire rec poker community. <laughs> um, so uh, Evil Roy, David Westerfeld got a hundred, played 504 games. And then Keck Geek was in third with 442. Wow. Yep. Poker for fans. The, for the most pins, normally I have like, or last year I did three or four people, but w- this year we had one runaway winner with Gopher Boy TJM Taylor Ugh. had four pins: daily bronze, Ugh. mixed bronze, no limit hold'em point silver, and mixed point silver. 
really amazing. We give Taylor a really? hard time, but it comes from a place of love and respect, mostly. Um, just nobody, really impressive. Nobody won three pins. And then uh, we had 31 people that won two pins and 103 people who won one pin. Wow. So that's a lot of pins to give out. That's a lot of pins. And, you know, Steve and I, we ordered a ton of these pins when we got when we were starting this back in the day. Um, I've got them here in my office. Now. <laughs> and we're going to have to reorder some pins soon because like the idea that 100, I think all in all, it was something like 139 pins were won. Uh, in 2022 and the they're they're free folks i mean they're they're these fun uh rec poker pins that we've got here uh if you win them you can only win them you can't buy them you can only win them through your merit at the poker table and uh then if you want them uh you have to just go to the shop here at rec.poker slash shop you cover the shipping and handling i toss it in the mail and then boom uh, you've got your pins it's the it's the best way to do it nothing makes me happier then cruising over to the post office here with a couple uh, envelopes full of um, well-earned pins for some of our members and sending them out. Uh, but it's, yeah, such a cool, such a cool aspect of, of what you do, John. Very, very impressive. I just had to, I just had a quick question. Do premium members still get their ship for free if you're a premium member? You no, know, unfortunately, it was just too much work. Too many people I'll, went. Too many home I'll games. Be honest, I'll be honest with you. No, it was, yeah, it was like, it was, it was an administrative burden um i couldn't i just couldn't do it i tried i tried <laughs> to do it last year it's just too much work for me i'm only one guy doing the pins um so yeah you guys cover the shipping and handling and i'll send it out to you or if if you're at a rec poker road trip uh we're going to be doing a rec poker road trip to the playground uh uh poker room in uh, quebec near montreal this spring i'm like 95 percent sure we're going to um so if you're there or if you're at the Running Aces Hotel, Racetrack, and Casino in uh, August or September, we're talking about doing a Rec Poker weekend down there as well. Um, I'll be down in Vegas for at least part of the WSOP. Uh, so if you're at any of those spots, or if we do other road trips, sometimes we do some run good events and stuff like that. Or if you're anywhere near Coburg, Ontario, uh, send me that email, jim at rec.poker, and we'll arrange to get that pin in your hand. But otherwise, yeah, just... Place your order in the shop. You cover the shipping and handling. I'll drop it in the mail and uh, and off it goes. I'm excited to. I, I always get a kick out of it when I get that email saying that someone else has uh, ordered their pins. I, I just I love sending those out. It's so cool. It's the best. <laughs> well, then for the most caches, it should be no surprise to anyone that Evil Roy CA, David Westerveld, had 89 caches that with a 19% cash rate. Killer. Killer. David. Yep. Amazing. And he and that doesn't even count all the fun country uh, online playing hand games that he was winning on Thursday night, too. Dave Westerveld is a force to be reckoned with, folks. Uh, Evil Roy, Evil Roy CA. If you see him, guard those chips well. He's coming for him. And then we have K-Poker wannabe Ron Payton with Ron. 88 caches. Just one less, but a 22 per, or 21 mm. percent cash rate. Mm -hmm. And Keck Geek had 81 caches with an 18 percent kick cash rate and of course in um poker the way you keep score is with money <laughs> so in this particular case it is play chips and so we have the best roi for people who played over 100 tournaments so they didn't just get lucky in one or two and 
and have a good run. They played 100 tournaments and had a great ROI. So in first place is Megra 44 with a 59% ROI. So for every dollar or every play chip he put in, he got 1.59 play chips back. Doug Drabeck, Magra 44, he has been a, a rec poker killer in these home games since day one. I think he he had the he had the first like performance of the year for number of yep. wins or something like that. And then Keck Geek 65, uh Jacob came in last year and uh topped that. And then Dave came in this year and won even more tournaments. Uh but you can, we're really dealing with some prolific uh poker players here. So congratulations to all of them. That's fantastic. Uh, speaking of Kekix 65, he's in second place with the 56% ROI. Mm-hmm. And then Marbles Jam had a yeah. 41% ROI. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. So you can find all of those stats available in the post, and you can even download the spreadsheet with thousands of lines and where everyone placed in every single tournament uh, as a link on that sheet. Yeah, if you're a stat nerd um, and you want to go deep into the numbers, yeah, download it and play around with it. Um, there's a lot of interesting information in there. Uh, but congratulations to all the winners and to all the people that put on these great runs. Um, it's just, it, it, yeah, it warms all of our hearts to see these people out there competing and getting better and, you know, enjoying themselves. And, oh, the one thing I will say, we've, we've added a lot of players to the home game club over the years. And... Uh, some people might be joining the home game club and not not know exactly what we're all about here at Rec Poker. We are a vibrant and encouraging poker learning community, so we don't tolerate any crap at the tables. Okay, no one's allowed to be rude uh, or use obscene language or berate other players or call anybody stupid or anything like that. Um, if you are playing in the home game and you notice someone using the kind of language or you know exercising the kind of behavior that we don't like to see at our tables. Please let me know, because I warn people from time to time. Usually they just didn't know that that was the rule. You know, our rec poker members are a pretty positive, self-selecting group. Um, Over the three years we've been doing this, we've only ever had to kick out two people. and But we don't hesitate to do that. You know, rec poker is not for everybody. We're here for people who want to have fun, who want to get better, want to enjoy each other's company and do it respectfully. And if it's really important to you, that you have the ability to be rude and be a jerk and and make other people feel bad and put them down. You just don't do it here. Um, That's not going to be welcome behavior in our home game club. So I hope that if other people are listening to this and they've had negative experiences at the table or in the chat online, just know that the rec poker home game club is a place where uh, you can have fun and be friendly and be treated respectfully. And we, we do uh, uh, require that of all the, all the people here. So, uh, I really count on our community to police that um, themselves. So don't hesitate to let me know if you feel like someone's getting out of line, because I'll reach out to them and we'll straighten them out. This is a fun place where we all have a good time. And that's the most important thing. Well, next we have uh, the results for this month. We had our mixed game championship series. It was five card draw and Turinar, Joshua Campbell won his very first mixed game event. A Tuesday night OPA regular off to a lead, starting the year off on the uh, at the top of the leaderboard. Way to go, Josh. And he's in the chat tonight, so congratulations, buddy. Way to go. And then we have uh, the Tournament of Champions was played on Monday, January 9th, and Squidge 2022, Kate Ibbotson, 
won that and got her very first Tournament of Champions win. And this is uh, KKKK8888 uh, Kate, which is Stu uh, Stu's mom, Stu Carriage's mother. Uh, so Stu has a silver pin. Kate has a silver pin. I think they are... They might not be the first family to each have a silver pin, but I guarantee you it's the first mother-son combination. So congratulations, Kate. And uh, Stu, just good good stock, obviously. Just good breeding has resulted in your continued success here at the poker table. So congratulations, Kate and Stu, too. Awesome. Yeah, and people might wonder why. So she has two uh, player names that she plays under, and much of our Canadian contingent does because when they're playing – like if they travel to the U.S., they can't use their Canadian poker name, so they have a different name. So if you ever need to create another name, let me know. I have a way in our statistics to combine aliases and all of the names get kept together. So everything that you play under any of the aliases will go towards all of your stats. Then we have, uh, for the nightly series, Kek Geek. Got his second daily nightly for already this year. Just does not quit. Doesn't quit. And then Dandy Resgi, Daniel yeah. A, got yeah. his first nightly for the year. Pet Bet 33, Kim Kilroy, got her first for the year. Killer. Lefty 19, oh. got his or her first for the year. Kekki got his second for the year. <laughs> oh, oh well, actually, Mark. Yeah. The first one was his first. The second one was his second. I didn't gotcha. notice this. <laughs> and you're going to see repeating being a theme here. Ooh. Because then for the mixed practice event, Torner, Joshua Campbell, got wow. won his first daily mixed practice event. Holy cow. Mixed game legend, Josh uh, Campbell over here. And that was his 10th lifetime tournament win for Rec Poker. Elvita, 11, Joe Coolis got hey! his first international victory for the year. Beauty. Evil Roy C.A. got his first international victory for the year. And that sets money. him up for 48 lifetime wins. He's just two away from that lifetime achievement award. Wow. It's going to be hard for anyone to beat him to that. It's true. And then once again, we have Torner Joshua Campbell winning the Winning the daily LPP event for his Whoa. third victory for the year, 11th victory lifetime. And he can contact Jim at rec.poker for his free month at Learn Pro Poker. That's right. So uh, we play these. These are free play money home games, but there's real prizes uh, in some of the tournaments. On the Sunday night tournament is the Learn Pro Poker special. Uh, Ryan LaPlante plays in that tournament occasionally. And if you bust him, you win a free month at LPP. And also the winner of the tournament wins a free month at LPP. Uh, Josh, I know you actually don't need to email me because you are a multiple month winner of the Learn Pro Poker uh, Sunday night tournament. Um, so actually, I... K.L. Cleeton, who's a fantastic dude and uh, very involved with the Learn Pro Poker uh, business side of things over there. He and I keep keep missing each other in these meetings. He's going to tell me how to credit you multiple months all at once. I promise you I am not asleep on this, Josh. I know it takes me a while to respond to emails from time to time, but this is in the works. I am going to meet with KL very shortly, and we will figure out a way to award you uh, that prize because you're up to like a fiscal quarter 
of Learn Pro Poker <laughs> membership at this point. So um, we're going to get that going real soon so that you can uh, dive in and start getting ready for um, the next big tournament that you're looking forward to playing. You're going you're gonna to love it. I, I'm not afraid to say it. Well, thank you, John. Um, pretty, pretty remarkable, man. Um, yeah, I think the home game, the home game club is just such a great part of what we do here. And we, we literally could not do it without John Somsky. So I'm just going to keep shouting him out. He's a humble guy, but if you see him and I'll reopen this contest, if you see John Somsky out in the world and you buy him a drink and you'd send me a photograph of of him enjoying the drink i will buy you a drink in las vegas this is the john somsky drink free roll uh i need photographic evidence of someone buying john somsky a drink and then meet me in las vegas i will uh have a beer with you my treat um we need to reward john uh for his his remarkable efforts and also make him feel a little uncomfortable this kind of does both of those things so i really like that idea Chris, Let's be honest, something? right? That that's a that's a that's a pain point for Jim here. The more we do this, because drinks in Vegas are not the same price point as drinks in most anywhere else. So no, it's certainly not Coburg. You really put it. You're putting a, a hurt on Jim if you do this too. So yeah, think of it. So you, you could got... you could do it because you like John, or because you want to cause me some pain. So like right. Phil Phil Razor's got a couple reasons yeah. to get involved here. I'd say, for instance, yeah, Ben. I was just uh, <laughs> got me on the drinks thing in Vegas because I was just thinking that's an American dollars too. So <laughs> you're really, really putting a hurting on him. You're just throwing <laughs> everything at Jim here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's even worse. So, yeah. It hurts even more. It's like to- double the totally cost. unrelated. If anyone knows how to use Photoshop, go ahead and get. In contact. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be hitting you up, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was going to so, say um, the internationals have been really hitting their stride here lately. We had 26 players in the morning at, um, and I think we had 28 or 29 players in the afternoon this week. And I'm over there streaming them every single week. And we do a little once I bust, I've been doing a little commentary and getting some practice in that way. So that's been kind of fun. So, yeah, it's good awesome. to see. So we'll share. Yeah, it's great. Sorry I had there. to bust you out, Ben. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know, he's right. real sorry i'm yeah. sure he's real sorry somebody's got to do it i guess it's a tough job <laughs> uh, yeah we uh we and so for folks who don't know so there's there's a home game every night at nine o'clock p.m eastern time um but for some of our international players we started uh rolling out a few other ones on saturdays so there's one at uh i think 9 a.m eastern and uh 2 p.m eastern so you get it uh, if you're overseas if you're across the pond if you're um in australia we've got members all over um japanese members norwegian members it's, it's such a cool map of rec poker members these days uh we've got a game going on saturdays at hopefully at a time that suits you and um if if there isn't a good tournament at a time that suits you, send send me an email. Let's see if John's up for adding a few more to the schedule. <laughs> maybe we could get. I don't think there's enough. I think we could do maybe one more international on the Saturday. Maybe sneak it in the afternoon sometime, yep. like twelve o'clock sometime yeah. at lunchtime. Yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll we'll talk to John about that. We'll talk to John about that off camera. He do, he doesn't look impressed. So he's not waiting <laughs> on it. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone's had a great uh, time tonight. Thanks for putting up with us. Um, we're going to do our food bank uh, raffle here. So uh, Chris has a set of non-loaded dice uh, I, that we have moved to because I was rolling a one too often. So anybody who wants to type uh, the words food bank into the chat uh, here in YouTube in the live uh, chat, we will get a uh, 
uh, you'll get a chance to win a prize. Uh, if you're not a Rec Poker Premium member already, you'll have a chance between getting a free month at Rec Poker or having a seat in our monthly uh, deep dive play along uh, seminar that Chris Jones runs, which is one of the things I enjoy most uh, about our Rec Poker learning material here for premium members. Uh, you sit and play a simulated tournament structure with other Rec Poker premium members, and uh, Chris Jones analyzes the play along with his peer and friend, Darrow Kearney. And uh, then you can get some feedback on your game uh, from Darrow Kearney. I mean, how cool is that? Um, so I, that's that's one of the prizes. Your Chris wants to jump in here because he, so he gets uncomfortable on the, on every the time. Peer, I... The peer uh, level with Darrow <laughs> Kearney, but uh, it's great to work with him. And I, I really... We value his insights as well. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. Dara is also a member of the Wrecking Crew. Uh, he's been a great friend of the show, a friend of the organization, a fantastic uh, ambassador for the game of poker. And we really appreciate all his uh, help and insight here. Um, great guy. Uh, but just goes to show the power of the Wrecking Crew. You know, there's a lot of uh, really fantastic people that are involved here at Wreck Poker. So um, come give us a try if you haven't already. If you're listening to this and we seem like a fun group. Uh, come check us out. Join the premium membership. Use the code RecPoker and get your first month for only $5. All right. So we have a few people typing in. Uh, yeah, so there's already, already some c- comments about it being a one or not in here. We've moved past that, Donna. Uh, Chris is now firmly in charge of this. So there's no... I don't think I've ever rolled a one. Oh, no. You're too busy rolling fives and sixes. You're way like the <laughs> other end of the spectrum. It's totally rigged. Um, Donna says she bluffed Dara off a hand. Nice. Nice. Yeah. You got to find those pros that know how to fold. That's what, that's what Chad's going to be thinking about when he's over there in, uh, in, uh, for the, for the platinum pass. All right. So I don't want any controversy here. Um, Chris, I see the first one being the RRRCCC, then Dark Angel, then Mary, then Josh, then Jack, then Eric. Then Jay Fleming, then Evil Roy. That's eight. Does that's that eight. Make, that's that what square? I got. Two. Okay, so we're gonna roll. Uh, you got the. Is it a ten sider? It's a ten sider, a nine or a zero. We re-roll. Okay, let's see who Ready? our lucky winner is this week. It's a four. It's a four. Okay, now we got to scroll back up and start at the top. The RSE, Donna, Mary, Josh Campbell. All right, Josh. You're a, wow, you're a that's a that's a big week for Josh, man. Josh is like I think he won like yeah, I know. three <laughs> tournaments or something this week, plus the free month at LPP. Um, so Josh, I happen to know that you're already a premium member here at Rec Poker. Um, so we can't give you a free month of premium membership, but we can take that fifteen dollars. Did I mention that being a member at Rec Poker Premium is only fifteen dollars a month? Like, oh my God, think about the value that that could unlock for only fifteen dollars. Fantastic. Uh, so because you're already a premium member, we'll convert that fifteen dollars into a coaching credit. Uh, you can take a look at the Rec Poker Shop and see all the different Wrecking Crew members that are offering coaching in there, and apply that credit there. Um, just send me an email. We'll figure out a way for you to uh, to benefit from that. Starting soon, we're also going to be giving out some other cool prizes. I don't want to I don't want to announce them uh, specifically, but some other training sites. We have this amazing program, our Learning with Partners program, where a lot of the top poker training sites in the world allow our premium members to take a peek behind their paywall every month. Um, so if you're a Rec Poker premium member, you every month you get a 15 minutes of access to Learn Pro Poker, Solve for Why. Uh, the Poker Forge, um, Red Chip, uh, 
Oh God, I'm missing a couple because I'm doing this live on the air, but some fantastic uh, organizations. And we're going to start giving away uh, some even more access to that, some free months of membership and that kind of thing. So people can take their, uh, their poker journey to the next level. So do send me that email, my man, and uh, we'll get you all sorted out. Any other thoughts? We're rolling. We're rolling long with this one. We got the Chad McVean episode. There's a lot to cover here this week. Um, is there anything I just else want to tell, tell Josh that he should go out and buy a Powerball ticket. Because I think it's pretty high right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he's on a roll. I think now is yep. the time. If he that's hasn't right. bought one in the past, I better he, he better do it now. That's a great advice, Rob. And if if other people like winning stuff for free, I will say it's just a uh, uh, a too good a segue to turn down the Running Aces Hotel, Racetrack, and Casino in Minnesota, which is where all this started. Um, you know, when Steve first started the podcast, uh, Running Aces was. Our first sponsor, they really took a leap of faith with us. Their support's meant a lot to us. I know a lot of the original members uh, were running Aces players and, and live in Minnesota and nearby. So they are having a free roll on January 28th. So if you're listening to this live, you've got a couple of weeks. If you're listening to this when it comes out on uh, January 20th, you've still got a week to get there. This is the Hockey Day free roll on January 28th. The buy-in is free, and there is a $5,000 um uh, prize pool is being added by running aces that you can win just for showing up and the uh, uh there's unlimited ten dollar add-on so you can have a chance to really add up to your stack and uh i think that money gets split between the prize pool and uh something goes to the dealers and then some of it goes to the house as part of a rake there but that's a cool structure um before we let everyone go we should just have a little chat here how many is the correct number of add-ons to get group? You're in a free, free roll, ten dollar add-ons. What's the, break this open for us, Chris? What do you think? Well, I have a proposal. I have a proposal and a teaser that uh, we do this as a forums episode because I think it's a, okay. I think it's a, it's a rich conversation. I think we should do it for our next forums episode. We'll okay. have it out before the free roll because uh, I think it's actually a, a really interesting conversation. I think that's a great idea. All right. Well, then, uh, folks, you heard it here. Um, go check out our forums edition of the podcast and uh, see what's up with that. I would love to thank our YouTube uh, group here. We had so many fantastic people in the YouTube chat um, and some nice comments on the way out here as well. Thank you all for these uh, really generous, uh, kind words. I appreciate that. It's so much fun hearing from our, our fans live here when we do the show. Um, thank you to Chris Jones, uh, Rob Washam, Joe Cool, John Somsky, and Ben Enslow. Um, Chad McMean. So glad we got Chad back here. How cool is that? Of course, the Running Aces Hotel Racetrack and Casino. Um, and you, the listener, we couldn't do this without you. So thank you for all your support and have a great week. We'll see you again next week. Thank you.